Welcome to episode six of Confessions of a Sportscaster, the podcast. I'm Lucas Mitzel. I don't know if we want to call this season two or not, since it's been eight and a half months since the last episode I did. And I mean, things really aren't tied together too much per se. But with the holiday coming up and starting a new tradition last year, figured we'd bring it back for a second year. Why not? So today's episode is for week 12 of the 2021 Confessions of a Sportscaster Pigskin Pick'em Contest. And naturally, because of that, joining me once again is friend of the program and co-author of the weekly column, Adam Quinn. Welcome back, Adam. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Looking forward to this as we uh, look back at week 11 real quick. Adam came into the week with a 10 game lead. And by some miracle, I managed to dig a fairly significant chunk of that back Mm -hmm. again. I took five of the six disputed games from him. Adam is still in the lead, has a six game advantage at this point. Uh, The side notes, I also took three of four from Joe and Joe took three of four from Adam Mm -hmm. in the column lead. I'm pretty sure Joe was still pretty far and away in last place though. Yeah, and I got to say, looking back at my picks last week, I was just trying to be contrarian a little bit. There was at least three or four of them I probably should have went the other way on, to be honest. But still, nonetheless, great job picking. And uh, it feels weird to look up at the weekly standings instead of looking down on people. (laughs) Well, and, you know, your your second mulligan for the year that you used in switching Mm -hmm. the Ravens to the Bears, that one worked out for you. Sure did. The first one that you switched. Sure did, yep. (laughs) <laughs> and then Joe Joe ended up using two of his this past week. You know, that, that same Ravens-Bears game, he got away with it. Didn't get away with the uh, Monday night game, so. No, but we'll have some good combo about that later on. With oh, I'm teams. sure we will. <laughs> All right, so we will have full standings for the group available through confessionsofasportscaster.blogspot.com. That includes a full breakout of how we've all picked in relation to each other. The long and short of it is that Adam has been phenomenal on hero picks this year. Even this week too, I think I had a couple, didn't I? Or did I have uh, a few I, that I think you went over two on, on the hero side this yeah. week. Re- okay. a, little, a little regression to the mean, but in terms of volume and success rate, I mean, you're still... Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're still in outstanding shape, hence yeah. the six-game lead. Yeah. So without further ado, let's say we get on with it. Let's do it. All right. So we will start the uh, Thursday morning kickoff. We get Thanksgiving football, if you want to call the Bears at the Lions football, for lack of a better term. Uh, the Lions are, <laughs> yeah, the, the Lions are getting three and a half points at home. You're the guest, Adam. I'll let you go first. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, on our, our little uh, chat box that you, Joe, and I have, I, I said it from the moment the Bears lost the uh, Ravens game that they would also lose this game against the Lions. Um, doesn't help that you got a Nagy who may or may not be fired. That's, I guess, still to be determined. Maybe a little Schrodinger's cat going on there. But um, my question, in my opinion, there's no way the Bears end up winning this game, even though they're the favorite. So I'm taking the Lions plus the points and actually expecting them to win outright. So, okay, yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree, and it's it, it was interesting seeing that link this morning because the the last place I would expect to be seeing news about Bears coaches would be through you know Patch. Yeah, but here we are. I have a feeling he has a foot out the door. If it's not on Black Friday, it's it's got to be end of the year right gotta be soon i mean i don't see him being coach next year that's for sure yeah 
So no, with with all of this, like I I don't see how this game isn't a cluster for the Bears. I'm I'm Agreed. taking Lions plus three and a half as well. And honestly, though, like you know, if he does get fired on Friday, I'm gonna be sad because that means he won't be around for Sunday Night Massacre three. I still own you. <laughs> we don't need to think about that yet. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about it already. And so Joe was unable to join us this week, uh, just based on time we were recording this. He did send over the teams that he is picking. He's not going into detail, but just so we have it as a point of reference, okay. he's also taking the Lions plus three and a half. Yeah, yeah, no surprise there. All right, so everybody on the same page for this one. We move on to the afternoon Thanksgiving game as the Dallas Cowboys once again hosting Thanksgiving Day. This week, they welcome the Raiders into town. The Cowboys are laying seven and a half at home. You know, this one, when I did my gut check pick, I, I, I wanted to go with the Raiders. But the more I thought about it, you know, the Cowboys are coming off of, of a couple of down weeks, you know, with the exception of their destruction of, of the, you know, college football team known as the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, so... I'll I'll lay the seven and a half. I'll take the Cowboys at home on Thanksgiving. Uh, seems like a little bit of a tradition, you know. So that's that's what I'm going with. Okay. Sounds like this might be a dispute. Basically. It it it, ac- it actually is. So it's, it, this this was more of a, a a line thing for it. And now if we if we were doing this in column form, I'd be sharing. This past week's just checking to see if y'all still them boys mean just, <laughs> just because Brittany and Jackson Mahomes were in it. It's like <laughs> this may be the best one other yes. than other than maybe from a couple years ago when the black cat. The black cat, it. yep. <laughs> so the, yep. this is this is more of me me taking the points. Like I do think the Cowboys win this one and you know probably win by you know somewhere in the three to seven point margin for this. Um you know, I honestly, I don't think the Cowboys are that good, but I think they're like, they're going to, they're going to have a deceptively good record and then immediately get exposed in the playoffs for the frauds that they are. Well, they're, they're dangerously close to, to sliding from, from cowgirls to heifer ladies in my book. So, Oh snap. Is it that bad? Yeah. Oh man. I, I was not happy. Well, I say not happy. I was surprised at how, how well they got handled by Kansas city last week. So I mean, how many drop passes did they have last week? I felt like every other pass was, you know, hit them in the chest and dropped. So it was just, it looked like it was getting bad out there. But anyway. <laughs> so uh, Joe took the Cowboys minus seven and a half as well. So that is, uh, I have one disputed with each of you to this point. All right, so we move on now. The, the Thursday night game, we have the Bills at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are getting four and a half. Uh, we'll throw Joe's out there into the wind right to start this out he's taking the bills minus four and a half yeah i think i i'm, I'm gonna agree with him on that um i know the bills have not been the bills that anybody expected them to be i know the saints have played better i think without um peyton than not peyton um who am i thinking of my gosh are we we're, are we talking Breeze or are we talking Breeze? Breeze. I'm sorry, I said Peyton. I meant Breeze, and my okay. Brain, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if we were talking old old quarterback or new old currently injured quarterback. A little, little bit of a fart here. Yeah, okay. Breeze. Uh, without Breeze, you know, and so <clears throat> I still think Buffalo recovers and and wins uh, and wins handily uh, in this game. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree. I'm taking the Bills as well for the uh, Josh Allen revenge game against a Saints team that may or may not be laundering money via Taysom Hill. Did you see the details on his contract? Oh, my gosh, yes. If he gets a quarterback, he can get extra money. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, they probably wrote that in knowing full well that he was never going to be their starting quarterback. And if he did, then it was really bad. <laughs> yeah, just it's, it's, it's weird to see a detail of a four-year extension worth anywhere between $40 million and $95 million. Yes. Like, how, like that, that's a pretty wide berth there. Like, sure is. All right, so we have a unanimous one there, just one disputed between me and the two of you on the Thursday slate. Let's move ahead to Sunday. We'll go with the early afternoon action here first. Uh, first game on the docket, according to ESPN's list, is the Pittsburgh Steelers at Cincinnati. The Bengals are laying four and a half at home. This one, I think, is a great line. Four and a half, I think, is, is right. Um, so I wouldn't shame anybody going either way on this. I'm going to go with the home team, Cincinnati, uh, minus four and a half. No reason other than it just feels like the right pick of the two, given the coin flip situation that we have here. So, Yeah, like I, I really I don't know what to make of the, the Steelers. Like I don't think they're necessarily that great. Cincinnati has looked awesome at times this year. So I'm going to take Bengals minus four and a half. Kitty goes meow. Uh, Joe, Joe is going uh, opposite of that. He's taking the Steelers plus four and a half in this yeah, You know, again, yeah, I like, I, I, I can see that. So, yeah. So that, that's the second one I have disputed with Joe. The first that's disputed between the two of you. Uh, next game on the docket, Tampa is off to Indianapolis. They are laying two and a half on the road against the Colts. Yeah. I, you know, the previous game, I said the line looked right. This line looks wrong to me in so many ways, which is exactly why when I see lines that look wrong to me, I usually pick the one that feels the most wrong, which means Colts plus two and a half is what feels most wrong here. So I'm, I'm taking the Colts plus two and a half. Um, you know, the last couple of games, Brady's looked somewhat pedestrian. I mean, last night was maybe a little bit different, but he was playing, you know, the G men. <laughs> so mm -hmm. come on. Um, uh, what's the running backs name in, in Indianapolis, Taylor. Uh, yeah. Taylor. Jo Jonathan Taylor. I, think. I mean, I mean, he's an absolute beast. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was out of Wisconsin. If I'm not mistaken. Um, I think he's going to have a field day running and um, you know, Prince Harry carries the torch and, and just barely ekes one out here for a, a cover, but not necessarily a win. Yeah. Jo Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin finishes college career number six all time in NCAA history in rushing yards. Uh, the first player in history to rush for more than 6,000 yards in any three year span. Wow. Yeah. At, le at, at least that's what the initial Wikipedia thinks. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, I'm going to take the bucks on this one. And I mean, yeah, like, Tampa's been a little bit more down and kind of more inconsistent of late. And I kind of figured that would bite them this past week and it didn't. And, you know, only laying a field goal, I'm kind of impressed that that's all I have to lay. And, and that that's not to disparage the Colts or anything, because they're, they're not bad, but they're not great either. I think this is one Tampa probably wins by about a touchdown or so. so I'm going to take bucks minus two and a half. 
Uh, Joe is taking the Bucks as well. So that is now two disputed across the board. Hey, that's setting up for a hero for me. And you know how good I am at those. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Now, Jim always says he picks whatever I pick. I said, Jim, if that was true, I'd have no hero picks. Yeah, this is true. And he, and Jim, by the way, I'm pretty sure has been absolutely awful at the uh, minority picks where it's just him and one other person. So maybe he needs to, you know, do that. <laughs> Start doing that. So. Uh. so I don't know, just a thought. So we we move on now. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are in Miami. The Dolphins getting one and a half at home. Joe took the Dolphins plus one and a half. Yeah, and I get that. I mean, you know, two is back. He's he's playing fine, but. You know, I just think that that unknown right now, it didn't work out uh, last weekend with Cam back and maybe he just needed a little bit more time. So I, I see this as maybe his his reemergence game. So I'm taking Carolina minus one and a half, even on the road um, to, to win, uh, to win pretty handily, I actually think so. I know yeah, he- I'm going to I'm going to take Panthers minus one and a half here as well. I just. I mean, I, I like what Cam has done the last two weeks getting, you know, going back home. I don't know necessarily if the Panthers are going to maybe sneak into the playoffs as that last wild card team. Like, yeah, there's, there's, there's a non-zero chance of that. I don't know that they'll make any noise necessarily once they get there, but it, it's a nice story seeing Cam back and lighting it up and looking, you know, kind of like vintage super Cam a little bit, even if this is his swan song. Well, I know it was a couple of weeks old, but didn't wasn't there a meme on NFL memes that said uh, Cam is coming in to replace his replacements replacement? Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they, they spent a ton of money on Cam Newton's replacement, then spent a bunch more money on Cam Newton's replacements replacement, yep. and now they're spending money on Cam Newton to replace his replacement and his replacements replacement. <laughs> yeah. Now, now we just need a picture of exhibit, and we're all set. Exactly. Okay. Uh, moving on. Next game on the list I have is the Tennessee Titans in Foxborough. The Patriots at home are lane five and a half. So I'm going to take the Patriots for one reason and one reason only. How in the world do the Titans lose to the Texans? Period. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. The Texans are a great team. They're probably going to win. This is really probably more of a way overreaction, but you know, um, Mac Jones and, and the Patriots and, and Bill Belichick and his, you know, gray hoodies and all, they just seem to have strange magic that happens sometimes. And I'll take a minus the five and a half and what I figure will probably be about a coin flip and on this line. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take Pat's minus five and a half as well. Um, I mean, Mac Jones has to be the front runner for offensive rookie of the year this year, right? Yeah, I mean, if it's not him, I don't know who, but let's be honest, I don't know that he's really that great of a quarterback, not to say he's not succeeding, he's just, you know, the offense is such in New England that it really is a plug and play sort of environment. Mm -hmm. I think he's really more a product of being surrounded by better players and and just bus driving, as they would say, but who knows, I'm not saying... We're going to have another decade of uh, Bill Belichick <laughs> and get anybody to play well, aren't we? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. No, it's the weird thing I saw with the Titans too, is like they've been world beaters against playoff teams. And then they have losses to what the jets and the Texans now. I was going to say, didn't they lose a, a weird one early on? Uh, yeah. I think, I think it was the jets. Yeah. I was, mean, was the might, other weird one. Any to... given, any given Sunday, right? It truly, it's why you play the games. If you, if you, thought you knew what was going to happen you wouldn't play the games right yeah 
So, and Joe took the Pats minus five and a half here as well. So everybody on the same page for that one. We move on to tank division. The Eagles invade the Meadowlands. They're taking on the Giants. New York is getting three and a half at home. Joe took the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with him on that. Um, you know, they look real solid against uh, New Orleans last week. Uh, Jalen Hurts is coming kind of into his own. And I mean, let's look at the Giants. What they just do? Oh, that's right. They fired Jason Garrett. What? I mean, first, yeah, I know, right? <clears throat> it took, but here's the funny part it took the Cowboys, what, 10 years to figure that out? It took the Giants only about a year, a year and, and a half to figure that out. So, so maybe that's a, a shot in the arm to the to the Giants, even though Freddie Kitchens is taking over from what I hear. So not sure that's much better, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> much of much of an improvement because it's I, yeah, I, I feel like the Giants are kind of worse than I'd expected going in. And, and I I feel like I've definitely underestimated the Eagles for much of this year. Like I, I saw numbers that like Jalen Hurts's numbers compared to somebody else. I don't know if it was Lamar over like similar span of time is pretty comparable, if not arguably better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I necessarily have the Eagles um, as world beaters, but you know, they'll, they'll maybe fight for an NFC East playoff spot here. So yeah, I'm going to okay. take Eagles minus three and a half. I think there's a fair chance that they're, that they end up being the NFC East representative. I mean, you get the Cowboys one more injury or they, they cowboy the way they cowboy and, you know, you could end up with uh, Eagles NFC champions. So, yeah, certainly could. <clears throat> All right, we move on. A couple more in the early slate. The Atlanta Falcons are off to Jacksonville, taking on the Jags. Uh, Falcons are one and a half point favorites on the road. I mean, is, is dumpster fire appropriate here? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, I would consider this. A <laughs> um, gosh, I mean, you got. You know, Matty Ice, who's got no support around him. And then you got, you know, Urban Myers trying to figure out where he's going to get his next lap dance. Um, <laughs> but um, I really think, and I've, I've said it in previous weeks, and I'll say it again, I think the Jaguars are are, are kind of coming coming together uh, nicely. They, they obviously had the growing pains early in the season. Um, didn't they beat the Falcons earlier this year, too, if I'm not mistaken, in Jack and in, in, uh, London or was that somebody else? It might have been somebody else. I think it was somebody else. They were. Um, yeah, but, these, these, I don't. I don't think they'd be playing unless that's how the seventeenth game shook out. Aren't they in the same division? Falcons, Falcons and Jags. No, they're uh, opposite conferences. Still, the uh, but they're both the South, right? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yes, I'll take the Jags plus one and a half. I'm taking the Falcons. Um, I just. I, I do think they're they're the better team. They've been able to pull out games that you normally don't think that they would. So, you know, and I mean, and I mean, the, the line's close enough. Like I could see it going either way, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the the road team here. Uh, Joe is taking the Falcons minus one and a half as well. Cool. All right. Final early afternoon game on the slate. Uh, we have another tank bowl. The Jets go off to Houston to take on the Texans. The Texans are actually, they're, they're favored in this one. Two and a half point favorites. What is going on? Yeah, serious question. Which one of these last two games do you actually want to watch on TV if you had to watch one of them? <laughs> I think I would take the Jags-Falcons game to watch. But that said, um, you know, uh, 
again, call it maybe an overreaction to, to last week's incredible victory, but I'll take Houston minus two and a half at home. Maybe they figured something out. Maybe, you know, because didn't they have their bye week two, two or three weeks ago? I mean, it's. I think so. And, you know, yeah. Ty, Tyrod's back now, too. So. Oh, he is. Yep. You know, that, that that makes a world of difference because he was looking great before he got hurt at the beginning of the year. Yep. So uh, Joe took the Texans, and I'm I'm taking them as well because it's, you know, they're, they're, they're playing the Jets. And Maybe that, I'd be a solo there, but. <laughs> no, I, I guess uh, it's it's a lot more anti-Jets than anti-Texans, but, you know, what, what can you do? So it's through the uh, Sunday early afternoon slate, uh, Adam and I have three disputed games. Same with Joe. Adam and Joe have disputed four at this point. So we move on to the primetime slate here uh our first game and I, I don't know if it's this i guess i shouldn't say like least interesting necessarily but uh chargers at broncos uh la getting or lane two and a half on the road in this one yeah i this is another game i i feel like there's a clear choice which is the chargers broncos could be interesting their defense it is in denver it is you know in the end of November so it's going to be cold and snowy and lord knows what but last week um Herbert just looked lights out I, I see him carrying that over and I'll take the, the obvious pick of Los Angeles minus two and a half okay yeah I'm I'm gonna agree and this this is another one if we were doing this in column form uh there was the meme I'd seen uh I think it was yesterday where it was pictures of Justin Herbert like growing up from kid <laughs> to college to like present day where he looks legit like Anakin Skywalker from the prequel tri trilogy. <laughs> and all I could think of is, Oh crap, Brandon Staley is going to be ordering, uh, issuing order 66 in this game on the Broncos, isn't he? <laughs> nice. Chargers minus two and a half. And Joe took the chargers as well. Uh, let me do Joe's pick. Easy points. Give me the chargers. <laughs> oh crap. That means we're going to lose this game. <laughs> Dad, comments. <laughs> You know how Joe would be with this one. Yeah, probably, probably, probably. Yeah. All right, we move on to the frozen tundra that I don't even know if it'll be frozen or not, but uh, Green Bay is one and a half point favorites against the Los Angeles Rams in this one. Uh, Joe took the Rams plus one and a half. Yeah, and I can see that. I'm just, I'm not sold on that. Uh, I feel like Matthew Stafford kind of forgot that he wasn't in Detroit a couple of couple times these past few weeks um Aaron's been looking great and you know I just like he's got all his weapons back now right so it's it's uh, um I don't I don't know when Aaron Jones is oh Aaron Jones might not be back his, but his receivers he, anyway are back yeah I was gonna say he so, all of all of his receivers except for so, Robert Tunyon are are back so, so I'll, I'll take take one and a half and I don't even feel bad about laying one and a half in this case <clears throat> I could have gone up to two and a half three and a half it still felt comfortable. Right. I, I have just one question for the Green Bay Packers. Can you not lose an all-pro level contributor for one game? <sighs> so Elkton Jenkins is hurt, and David Bakhtiari is still not back. Jair's still not back. Zadarius Smith still isn't back. Aaron Jones at, at some point should be coming back, but it's this team just cannot escape the injury bug and it infuriates me. And I get it. Football's a rough sport. You're going to have to deal with injuries, but I feel like 
just about every year they Green Bay deals with a ton. And it's wait, are you complaining that they're eight and three and they should be like nine and two? No, or no, no. That's what I it mean, sounds they, like. Well, well, I mean, they, they should be nine and two, but it's just I'm <laughs> I'm more so like I'm I'm not really mad about them losing to Minnesota. You know, d- divisional game on the road, but losing Elkton Jenkins, who is, you can literally plug him in anywhere and he'll play at an all pro level. I don't know how you replace that. Mm-hmm. And having, having to deal with granted and aging, but Von Miller and you have to deal with Aaron Donald. And you know, I just, I went back and forth That's on annoying. this and I'm, I'm feeling a little uh, less than optimistic here. I'm going to take the Rams plus one. And what yeah no i I normally don't do this but it's just i i would be happy to be wrong (laughs) so get well soon oakton jenkins we need you back final late afternoon game on the sunday slate uh we have the minnesota vikings heading out west to santa clara they take on the 49ers the niners are two and a half point favorites in this one Another one I could go either way on and wouldn't shame anyone going either way. Um, I feel like the Vikings at five and five, kind of like I said, with Detroit being a, a really great oh nine and one, you know, yeah. Minnesota, I think is a solid five and five team um, and probably could, you know, a bounce of the ball either way, be eight and three, seven and four, something like that. And so, or did I do my math right? Seven and three, whatever. Yeah, close um, enough. So I'll, I'll take the points even on the road and, and I'll take Minnesota plus two and a half. Joe took the Vikings plus two and a half as well. And I'm going, uh, I'm going opposite of that. I'm going to take the Niners minus two and a half at home. I just, when you need a last second field goal to, and survive like five dropped interceptions to beat an injured to hell green Bay team, and I mean, yeah, it's, it's a big win for them, but I, I feel like they're going to have a letdown this week. So, you know, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to go out and lose by 20, yeah. but I'm also saying, you know, go enjoy your Super Bowl, get wrecked Niners minus two and a half. <laughs> so our disputed count through uh, most of the slate here, uh, Adam, you and I have five games we disagree on. Uh, same with you and Joe, Joe and I disagree on four. So we move on the uh, Sunday night primetime game, an AFC North, AFC North battle as the Cleveland Browns head out to Baltimore. They take on the Ravens. The Ravens are lane four and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. You look at that meme we've brought up so many times about Baker. You know, he goes through the cycle and then mm-hmm. he gets called out by the doubter or he calls out those doubters. And then his next thing to do is to go lose to an inferior team and and I, I got really excited when I saw that. I think it was today. And I'm like, ooh, who's he going to lose to this week? Hoping it was an inferior team. And, of course, it's not. And then I kept on going down their schedule for the rest of the year. And I'm like, well, that's not an inferior team. That's not an inferior team. That's not, <laughs> they don't have any cupcakes the rest of the way. So does that mean they, they win out? I hope not because I, I have them uh, losing this week uh, both straight and against the spread to the – Ravens who will have their um, shot in their arm with, with Jackson back, presumably anyway. Um, And and I presume, uh, I don't really know what the issue was with Hollywood Brown, but I assume he'll be back. And even if not, he still has Andrews to throw to. So 
I think the Ravens at home romp. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree with that. And I, you know, I said like if if poor man's Lamar Jackson could pull off what he did this past week. Now, granted, he's against the Bears, but having a presumably healthy Lamar back should help out all the more. So I'm I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna take Ravens minus four and a half here as well. Uh, Joe is going contrarian. He is taking Cleveland plus four and a half. Okay. All right. And with that, we come to the Monday night game. We have the Seattle Seahawks off to take on the Washington football team. Washington is a one and a half point favorite in this one. And Joe is taking the home favorite in Washington for this one. Yeah, I'm going with him there on that. I just can't make out what's going on with Seattle this year. Um, I don't know if it's, you know, because of the finger injury to Wilson, if it's because maybe his, their, their offensive weapons aren't as good as they, they look like they should be on paper. Maybe their defense isn't. But I don't know what it is. It just seems like they can never really get it together. I mean, they're three and seven this year. I would have expected the opposite number uh, normally. So, yeah. Um, that said, with the way Washington's played a few tough games, even with the loss of, of um, shoot, what's his name? Chase Daniel? No, Chase, is it Chase Daniel? Chase Young. Chase Young, thank you. I don't know where I was getting Chase yeah. Daniel. Um, you know, they still have, have been playing tough, and, and so I'll take them at home minus one and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Washington as well. And my note that I wrote down here was, see chickens broken, and I am here for it. Any, any, any time, like, I know you hate Pete Carroll. I hate Pete Carroll. I think everybody outside of the Pacific Northwest hates Pete Carroll. And, and maybe to some extent, uh, with the exception of people in, in Southern California too, for the old, uh, USC mid two thousands. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I am enjoying their downfall. You're right. It doesn't make sense what's going on. Cause it's Russell Wilson comes back and like, him, him having a clunker at Lambeau Field makes sense. That's his house of horrors. But this past week against a banged-up Arizona team struggling, like, I, I don't get it. And, 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 and look, at it. he's got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. He's got um, – I think one of them was injured, but he had Penny and what was their other running back? Carson. Carson, I think Carson's injured, but I think he is because um, he's always injured. But I mean, like you look at what they have, they should be good. <laughs> they should be, <laughs> but they're not. And I am here for it. Exactly. All right. Final count for the week. Uh, Adam, you and I have five disputed games. So regardless, you will remain in the lead uh, going into <laughs> week 13. Uh, Joe and I dispute five games. The two of you dispute six. So there okay. were. By my count here, uh, eight of the games here, there was at least there was at least some level of disagreement, which is I would say is probably about par for the course. Yeah, seems about right. And and all all balanced out pretty evenly, so I can't uh, I can't complain about that. Mm-hmm. So uh, once again, confessions of a sportscaster.blogspot.com. We'll have records through the first eleven weeks of the year. I will link to our chart that has how we have picked in relation to each other through the first eleven weeks of the season. I will embed this podcast episode into a uh, week 12 post. We'll have the week 12 post linked to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, rate, leave a comment, all that good stuff. So Adam, thank you for joining me once again. I uh, hope you. you and your family have a happy Thanksgiving and hopefully we'll see you guys soon. Same to you. Thank you.
For more episodes of Confessions of a Sportscaster, the podcast, you can visit anchor.fm slash coas. You can also listen on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more Pigskin Pick'em, Tournaments of Champions, Death to the BCS Playoffs, and other content, visit confessionsofasportscaster.blogspot.com. This has been Confessions of a Sportscaster, the podcast. I'm Lucas Mitzel. Talk to you again soon.